Dente Rigamortis. I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. These times are evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. And tonight we have In My Mind. So, um, what in your mind? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the story is in my mind. <laughs> it is. It's in my mind uh, as well. The story is in my mind. <laughs> As yeah. it's the title <laughs> um so in my mind is by monotone on creepos.wiki uh and i actually found the sequel to this story first as it was on the front page of the wiki last week as part of like the new story section like it only came out like last month like march um when i was browsing through just to like see what new creep bosses there were and such um, but as I was grabbing that one for the show, uh, I saw that it was connected to this one. And as this story in my mind was posted a day before the Morsha, which is the name of the other story, um, I figured we should probably do that uh, the in my mind first, and then we'll cover the Morsha after. So, like next, look look for next week when we do the Morsha. But uh, with that little bit of background out of the way, um, yeah, you can check it out at creepos.wiki. Um, and let's do our initial recommendations. So I'm going to partially recommend it, like on the lower end for now. Okay. I am not recommending this. Okay. Uh, I'll go partial on the low as well. Yeah. All right. Well, Let's let's find out why. Um, starting with the rundown. The rundown, <laughs> starring The Rock. I thought it was The Rock. Was he in the yeah. rundown? Yeah, the rundown is 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 uh, stars Dwayne the Rock Johnson with uh, I, th- I think it's the one with a two by. Oh no, it's not. You know uh, the 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 one where he's carrying a two by four everywhere is a different movie entirely. But the the rundown is where uh, he's uh uh, he's like hunting down this like rich kid's like son who's in like Central America, and like he has to go up against um, uh, uh, Christopher Walken, uh, mm-hmm. who who's like a like an evil um, like American or like like American like miner like like who's like mining the the riches of the earth in Central America or South America. I was gonna say he's actually pretty old. He's not a miner. <laughs> I hate you. Good. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, yeah. So, uh, let's, okay, the rundown for our uh, for this for this story. Um, so Nair, we never get a name. Nope. Uh, recounts this story to us. Um, they start by having to get up out of bed uh, for work, but as they are getting dressed, one of their socks that fell down off the floor. Uh, gets snatched up by a gray hand from beneath his his drawers. Um, freaked out a little, he grabs a ball and rolls it under to see who or what is under the drawers. And something pushes the ball back out and it goes out into the hallway. Um, 
out there, Nair hears his mother's voice, but his mom's been dead for six years. So he goes and grabs his revolver and breaks into his mom's locked door, uh, or the the ro- the door the, the locked door to uh, his mom's room, where he heard the no- where he heard the voice. Um, and what he finds in there is nothing save the rope and the chair where his mom hanged herself, and the window is open. Uh, he goes over to the window and shouts out at it to whoever's doing this. But then as he turns, he sees that his friend Gerald is hanging from the rope uh, and begins to puke and weep for his friend. And then things start to get weird <laughs> as uh, the day suddenly becomes night. And um, he be- he's, as he brings down his friend's uh, body from the, from the noose uh, and starts mourning over him, uh, Nair sees a face peek out by the door and he follows this person quickly down the stairs uh, to the ground level where he sees that the basement door is open and it's, it's quite dark down there. Uh, we then get a recollection of how his dad was a drunk and abusive asshole who hurt his mom and hated him for being born and that Nair would hide in the basement watching Courage the Cowardly Dog to stay safe from his dad. Uh, however, one day dad found out where he'd been hiding uh, and came down into the basement uh, to attack him. But his mom also came down and uh, came up from behind the dad and killed him with the toaster Uh, in her, uh, in her manic state afterwards, she ran away upstairs and presumably hanged herself then. Um, accidentally killed him with the toaster. Yes, accidentally, yeah, yeah. She like she like bashed him over the head with the with the toaster, but it like did more damage than she was she was expecting. Mm-hmm. Um and then yeah, Nair has blamed himself for the entire thing ever since. Um back to the present, Nair has gotten a flashlight and is going down the base to the basement where he finds his old blanket in the corner and this large hand mark on the wall. Uh, as he turns around, uh, he sees himself coming out of the darkness, like another him, um, like another Nair, which he then goes and hugs and tells that it wasn't his fault. Um, this other Nair then nods and walks back into the darkness and is replaced by this freaky old woman uh, who walks out of the, the darkness and Nair begins getting strange flashes of memories. And then there's a bang as Gerald, alive, shoots, I think, the old woman with the revolver <laughs> um, and helps Nair out of the basement and into the light of day. Uh, six years now then pass. So another six years pass. <laughs> and Nair has sold the house and is keeping tabs on the family who lived there now, uh, who lived there after. Um, they apparently all mass suicided except for the daughter who jabbed her own eyes out and has been admitted to an insane asylum. Um, Nair visits her to get information on what happened, but doesn't really, she doesn't seem to respond at all to anything. Uh, And so just as he's about to leave, she finally, uh, she finally says something to him. Um, The Morsha comes for you. She knows your guilt and mine. Uh, Nair dismisses this and throws out all his notes and photos of uh, presumably from the events and like his, his work, his research or his investigation into what's been going on, trying to restart his life. Finn 
for now. We'll see what happens in, in the Morsha. Um, so that was the rundown, and I suppose we'll move on to everyone tolerates the Grand Inquisitions at this point. Um, I've got a couple. <laughs> just, just, just a smidge. few. <laughs> um, I feel like you're lying. There's probably a lot. There, there's, there's a fair amount. <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> um, so I'm going to start with this one here. As I continued to rummage through my drawers, perhaps looking for something to wear that wasn't nearly as, well, stereotypical, I took my socks from the top drawer and then dropped my left sock onto the wooden floor. So I think that first, like, as, at the start of this, like, shouldn't really be there uh, because it makes the sentence feel like it should keep going after the next sentence, which is so like the, the, so it's, it ends the, the, the first, that first sentence ends with like, um, uh, perhaps looking for something to wear that wasn't nearly as well stereotypical period. And then it goes on to like, I took my socks from the drawer from the top drawer and then dropped my left sock onto the wooden floor. Um, it feels like th- th- those two should actually be like uh, like that that period should be a comma because it, like to continue like this this train of thought that's going on in the first sentence but that would make it way a little bit more run on than it should i think so i think removing the as is the simplest way to like fix that issue my problem with that mm-hmm. bit is how specific it is like saying that it was specifically your left sock that you dropped and like you remember that because you don't like your left foot and stuff like that. It's it's so specific and weird. Well, it's setting up the what happens to that left sock next. So <laughs> Yeah, but it means <laughs> well, matter. I know. Well, all right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, and then and then like later, yeah, doesn't he like he's like you're probably like it's like why I hate left. Well, I hate my left foot because it's like just it like no good. I mean, it, it helps me walk and climb, blah blah. blah. <laughs> but like that's I digress. Like like what the fuck was that? Is yeah, kind of yeah. like it's a weird train of thought. <laughs> well, and uh, in regards to it being the left sock, we do have a friend that wears different colored socks on each foot so he knows which one is the left sock i forgot about that actually (laughs) yeah so it could very well be a sock with an l on it for all we care for it to be the left sock (laughs) he he just has a sharpie doesn't matter in my home (laughs) no but like this character is also kind of like weird and eccentric to begin with so i guess Maybe As it's, a lefty it's, myself, I just don't like seeing him targeting left. That's yeah, he he was very anti left foot. So, yeah, that's like, my real problem. I, with I this. knew this I whole knew story you were is just... very anti lefty. I <laughs> I fucking knew you were gonna bring that up. I, like I was like like reading the story. It's like I was like I should maybe make a note of this. No, it's gonna get it's gonna be brought it up. Will happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the word left damn. is in here. The gamer will bring up something. Yeah, you self pause. You're oversensitive about your self pauses. That's what happens when you live in a right-handed world. Yep. We're discriminated against. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you agree, at least. Uh, also, I just have to say, like, just as a quick aside, um, that second sentence rhymes really well. <laughs> like, I took my sock, I, I took my socks from the top drawer and then dropped my left sock onto the wooden floor. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. 
<laughs> Sorry, I just like as I was as I read when I when I first read, I was like that rhymes really well. <laughs> but uh, I'll move on to the next thing then. Um, my mother hung herself, but not too many people knew this. It's actually hanged herself. Hung means something completely different, and like this is no joke here. Hanged is the proper past tense for the action of hanging when it refers to someone killing someone else or themselves by hanging. <laughs> oh, really? Welcome to my tense talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like I, it's something that like I've, I've brought, I, I've like, I, I've made the mistake as well, like in the past. Like I've written hung and then I've been corrected that it's actually hanged. And I actually Googled it to make sure, like, it's like, I wanted to say, am I just being too pedantic? Let's find out. And like, no, according to like, dictionaries and some of that it's like yeah to hang it's hanged is the past tense for the action of hanging oneself whereas hung is just being some uh is is for the action uh, the past tense for something being suspended <laughs> even though being oh, yeah, hung up on something yeah suspended yeah no but it, you know it is hanged is specifically for death <laughs> yeah um the more you so, know <laughs> yeah the more you know <laughs> Um, but I'll, I'll move on to the next thing here. Um, I don't understand. This wasn't like this. I walked over to the corner and I puked several times. Okay. From a writing angle, not necessarily from a narrative story bit. You just needed to say you puked in the corner. You, you didn't need to include several times. It, it just seems unnecessary to me. I don't. This this might I'm just I kind of get annoyed at this point from reading so many stories that are just like I puked constantly like like now that I'm now now just like oversensitive about like somebody puking multiple times in a story. Why can't he puke multiple times? If that's uh, how just, it is, like, that's how it is. It gets so overdone. Like he just keeps vomiting just everywhere. It's just wow. vomit everywhere. Should it, it say? What would be better if he said he puked until he started dry retching? I'd 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 be fine with that honestly, because like I think it might just be the several times because it's just like it's like, like <laughs> just like different different parts of the corner <laughs> just like no like I don't need that like it to me uh, it makes me weary when it's when when several times is used because of how many times we've read it in store other stories and the person is just like creating like like a a like ankle deep or like knee high deep like pool of vomit oh you took it like super cartoony he only has so much food in the stomach <laughs> i know we've done stories before gamer where somebody does like that it's like there it just seems like there's puke like rising into the room yeah so um yeah no, so like again i'm i'm it might be fine this might just be a, a, a nitpick but it, the, the use of like I puked several times has made me weary for uh, from like past experiences. <laughs> so I, I could have done without several times, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I'll move on. So I'll, I'll, this next one I have, um, as I slowly held my head up and felt incredibly sick, I saw it was nighttime now outside. It was just daytime. None of this makes any sense. I can't <laughs> take this anymore. I turned around. And started at Gerald's body, or stared at Gerald's body. Not started at Gerald's body. I was like ah. <laughs> uh, so my my tense talk continues a little bit. Um, so this might be a and this might be a nitpick, 
but I feel this story does this a couple of times. This is not like an isolated incident for this section, but there's a lot of in the moment thoughts of the character throughout this, this story. And without a lot of clarification, like while I was reading it, I was able to differentiate for the most part, like when something was clearly not, when something was clearly a in the moment thought from the character in the story, in that recollection and not a like past present tense issue. But personally, I would have liked something like I thought in that moment at the end or, or something like that, like to kind of clarify that like these, these present tense um, sentences are actually like in the moment thoughts. Um, but that might just be like a nitpick or like a uh, a tedious tense talk. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I, yeah. Generally speaking, it's just safer to just keep it all the same, or yeah, or or differentiate. Okay, so you, so you agree with me then? Like it should yeah. maybe be has some kind of clarity. Yeah, if it's meant to be like in the now and not in the then then yes yeah like and i I was actively looking for past and present tense because like that's how my brain works but like as soon as i realized that like it wasn't it was using past it was using past tense for most of it and then suddenly we went to present i was like what what is this i was like wait no in the context of this this is probably him having an in moment thought okay i'll let it pass maybe Mm. but i could have used like some kind of like even like brackets or like because i think uh, the baraska story would use brackets for like in the moment thoughts um yeah. or i dare say italics <laughs> no you <can't> <laughs> no never <laughs> if it's bold italics maybe maybe um yeah bold, bold would work um or Not again just bold. have like yeah or just have it like the end of the of the of the of the train of thought just like i thought in that moment like bam done yeah straight up <laughs> say it yeah yeah but um, yeah, I'll, I'll move on from my tense talk. I think I think I'm done tense talking. We'll see. Um, I watched as his body dropped in front of me, and the blood began to rush from his head. And then my mother began to check his neck for a pulse. So I think it should be gush rather than rush, in my opinion. Like, and the blood began to gush from his head. Eh, like. They're both right. They're both right, but gush sounds better for it when I read that. Like for like blood gushing out of his head rather than rushing out of his head. Like to me, blood rushing to your head is like when you've like when you're upside down and blood is rushing through your body to your head. Whereas like gush sounds more like it's it, it's more descriptive it's of like the blood like fleeting, yeah, leaving out of a wound. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess when you say it like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, I'm just, and, I'm just, I'm just lounging on the nitpick nook uh, sofa. Apparently, yeah, um, I mean, you do own that. <laughs> I do. It is yours. That is. It is. It, it is my house. Yes. <laughs> uh, there is one more thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that paragraph, he says, "I watched as three times." I watched as his body dropped in front of me, and the blood began to rush from his head. Wait. Then later, in okay. the same paragraph, I watched as she started to scream and cry. Yeah. And and then again, um, like, and then I watched as she ran back up the stairs in a panic. Uh, 
So um, there's too much repetition of the same words. Yeah. So it he should have mixed it up a bit more. Okay. <clears throat> That's fair. Yeah. Because the, the first I watched as is good enough and you can just continue describing what's happening. You don't have to keep saying, I watched this, I watched this, I watched this. Like we know what you're watching. Yeah. It's in the same moment, basically, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, a lot of a lot of writers tend to like do that kind of out of just because they think it'll like it'll drive um like a uh drive a a thing home, but like yeah, it's it's not necessarily necessary. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh okay, so move on to my next one then. Um I couldn't determine how, why the handprint was there or why it was so big. I feel like it should either have like a, a slash between how and why or how or why the hand was there or why it was so big. Or how and why. But either way, it needs something. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Then the next one here. I should be more alarmed about this, but I couldn't. Uh, but I've come to expect crazy things like this. So I re I, I tinkered the sentence a little bit. So it's uh I should have been more alarmed about this comma, but I'd come to expect crazy things like this. Maybe even get rid of that last like this because that's repeating this to uh in in the sentence. Like, but I'd come to expect crazy things. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it's just like. I'm not sure if this is a, I don't think this was a tense issue. I think it's just like the way I read that story, the, the sentence, it kind of came off kind of weird to me. So I tried to fix it. Yes, sir. And then my last one, um, I watched Gerald bashed through the front door while helping me stand. And then a bright sun ray engulfed us both. Uh, I think it should be bash, not bashed. Like, um, I watched Gerald bash through the front door, not bashed through the front door. He hadn't already bashed through the door. <laughs> but then you're making it um, present tense. Yeah, but it doesn't make sense as it is. <laughs> like without That's why that. you change it to, I watched as Gerald bashed through. Mm, as Gerald bashed. Yeah, that would, yeah, add the as. So oh, take one of those oh, as's from so, the previous sentence and put it here. But, <laughs> yeah. But then we have another I watched as scenario. Like, how many times does he say it again in this paragraph? Well, like... and also, actually, by having <laughs> you could still, you could have bash there because we already know it's past tense because of, I watched Gerald bash through the front door. Oh, I see. Because, yeah, you set up the tense early yeah. on. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, but that is it for my grammar inquisition. So, Mikey, these stands for evil. Uh, so we've sort of covered I watched as enough so yeah. we don't need to beat that dead horse uh, hang on <laughs> there we go there we go Um, in that paragraph that you were suggesting adding as I looked and was like I watched as is in that paragraph a few times at least twice but then it is a long paragraph Um, like just doing a quick search I watched as <laughs> there we go 
Force isn't dead yet. It yeah. Yeah. So I watched as is used eight times in the story, but Jesus. most notably, <laughs> it's like three times per paragraph when it shows up. Yeah, it's, it's concentrated yeah. in one. There's like a cluster of them. Mm-hmm. They show up in yeah. first fire. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah. And then I have a conjunction junction. All right. Insert conjunction junction bit here. Boop. But in my mind, it's different. So although tangents such as these make no sense, they aren't foreign or lies. So let me recall the truth of my mind and my sightings. It was eight o'clock in the morning. And the alarm was blaring, as it does every day. I slowly sat up and groaned as I did so, then glanced around my room, and then fell back into my pillow again. It's never been helpful to me for anything other than biking, running, walking, and a few other critical activities, but that's beside the point. It played some music, and it began to light up. It was my mother's voice. It was just daytime. Finn. Whoa, what? (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't the mother's voice, or was it the daytime? It was the daytime, and also... Oh, champion of the sun. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Captain Day. Champion of the Sun. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that <laughs> at the start of that, I was like, there was no context. And it was talking no. about like got out of bed, lay back in bed, and then all of a sudden, like, it's talking about like how he didn't have much care for it. It was only good for like uh, going on runs and stuff like that. But the last context we had was the bed. It's like the bed is what. <laughs> What's good for going on runs? His, his bed was a becomes what is good for going on runs and stuff like that. So maybe that's like encouragement voice kind of deal, you know? Oh god. So wait, what if his bed is a mimic that can move around and also imitate voices? Yeah. Oh, it all comes down to mimic world. <laughs> that is like a cheat to just answer why something yeah. works, you know. Yeah, it's like saying he was an mm. alien, or he was all a dream. Yeah, sleep paralysis or aliens or yeah, mimics. Sleep paralysis or aliens. Yeah, we've got a we've got a third option now. Mimics. Mm-hmm. How do they work? I was gonna say. That. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like magnets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah. yeah, oh, that were that that's that's why it sounded so right. <laughs> like yeah, I didn't exactly. realize why. You didn't know why. <laughs> I just I was just like, oh, this sounds this sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> gamer how long have you known me like that's how my brain works <laughs> too long <laughs> ow well yeah um and for those unaware mikey does these strings of sentences to highlight all the sentences in the story that start with words that they probably shouldn't like it's ands or buts because there's always better words to use yeah i suppose we move on to the grammar in yellow you do or i do we do I don't know. Either way, helpful. <laughs> Surprisingly, I missed pretty much all the ones that you brought up. You by in in you, I mean both of you. Uh, <laughs> somehow you, you all all of those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so mine are a little different. Uh, 
first one is this is uh, in regards to things happening. He says like things happen for a reason except for him. Then <clears throat> the next sentence is, so although tangents such as these make no sense, they aren't foreign or lies. So let me recall the truth of my mind in silence. So my question of that is, how is that a tangent? All he's talked about so far is one thing, that everything happens for a reason except for in his mind. So where's the tangent? That's all yeah. he's said so far. I really don't like that first paragraph, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, like it, this could be cleaned up by just jumping immediately to let me recall the truth of the of my mind and my sightings like remove all this yeah. tangent stuff because it's not a, we know tangents yeah we <laughs> we have a whole there's do. a whole police squad that hunts us down daily yeah at least we, <laughs> we get we get we we get swatted on a weekly basis by the tangent yeah. police <laughs> yeah we are often going off the beaten path yeah but that doesn't happen here at all and yet it's a tangent Somehow. Yeah, I think I think it's like he's trying to get at that like his memories aren't like lies. Like he's not fabricating these memories, like they are truth. So that's why he's trying to recollect them. But, but like nothing to do with tangents. I know. It makes it's 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 I it was really weirdly written the way it uses tangents and stuff like that. So I was like, yeah. I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's that. <laughs> and then next up. I would spend hours down there watching Courage the Cowardly Dog. And Capital It was the best show, comma, Capital In, my opinion. So for some reason, those two eyes were capitalized? Interesting. Yeah, I don't know why. They don't need to be. Yeah, they, they capitalized It a lot. And yes. it's at the start of a sentence, even though it shouldn't be at the start of a sentence, but... Well, they also capitalize it in the middle of a sentence there's also yeah because my next one spending every day in the basement was okay because i knew it was there sorry i knew it was there i was the safest until it capitalized wasn't yeah also why isn't courage the cowardly dogs capitalized yeah it should be because it's a show it's a yeah it's a title for a tv show so yep or in uh quotes what are you supposed to do for that? Are you supposed yeah. to quote it? Yeah, you, usually you can do both. Like, or you definitely have to do uh, capitals because it is a, the title for something. But yeah. Uh, also, I would have. Yeah, I would definitely have used quotes because, like, it's to you're you're naming a brand of something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the weirdest was the the capital I's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Very strange. Yeah, but that's honestly all I got for grammar. Okay, uh, then I suppose move. I suppose. <laughs> Uh, I suppose we'll move on to actual thoughts. Um, everything happens for a reason. And everyone says that these exact words. But in my mind, it's different. Title drop. <laughs> yeah, credits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, credit. <laughs> uh, but I'll move on. I bent down to pick up my sock. And then I... And then as I reached for it, I watched a deformed gray hand quickly grasp onto the sock and drag it under the drawer. I took a few steps back and my mind began to race. How is that even possible? House elves, man, they hunger for socks. At least this place isn't infested with house hippos. Now I can't get the idea of a house elf riding a house hippo out of my head. I need to draw that sometime. 
no, not yeah. no no lie. Like as soon as I br- like I brought a house of house elves, and then as soon as I brought a house hippos, I had to like I had this vision of like a house elf riding a house hippo. It's like, and for those of you who don't know what a house hippo is, Google the house hippo Canadian ad on on YouTube. <laughs> is it not a widely known thing? No, it's a, it's a Canadian broadcast thing. So uh, a lot of people outside of Canada probably don't know what it is. Oh, wow. uh, it also only happened during, like, it was only like during a, a certain, it only aired for a certain period of time during the 90s. So, I see. yeah, so only Canadian 90s kids will really like, like know this from their childhood <laughs> unless they've been shown it otherwise or they've stumbled upon it. So mm-hmm. go out there and educate yourself, guys. Yeah. Um. But I'll move on to the next thing I have here. Mm-hmm. Once I entered the hallway, I watched the ball roll until it stopped before my mother's door. Sweetie, are you playing with your ball again? Not going to do any innuendo there at all. <clears throat> I heard a voice. <laughs> I know. I heard a voice come from the other side of the door that led to my mom's room. I recognized the voice instantly. It was my mother's voice. No one else could talk as smoothly or kindly as she or as she could. My mother had been dead for six years, and I will not tolerate pranks pulled on my uh, pulled on me regarding her death. Wow. Okay, I was wondering why this this paragraph was like hammering home the mother thing. (laughs) And then a long time to get there. (laughs) And then. Pow! Dead mom revelation. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. was like, oh, that's why. It was like, okay, that was that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I was I was not expecting because it, it was like, like my mother's door. I heard my mother's voice. It was definitely my mom's voice. I could recognize it instantly. It was my mom's voice. She'd been dead for t- six years. Oh shit! <laughs> I thought it was just gonna. At first, I thought it was just gonna be like, okay, she's not living there. You know? Yeah. But, no, you know. no, she's just dead. <laughs> and then when we get inside that room and find the, st- as soon as I saw the, uh, there's a, there's nothing in the room except for the rope, uh, uh, and and chair in the middle of the room. I was like, oh shit, she, that's how she killed herself. Like without even like getting elaboration, I knew immediately what had happened. Yeah. Um. Except and then, but before that, we got this. <laughs> so I entered cautiously back into my room and crouched before my bed, slid out my black box and rummaged through bloodied papers i took the revolver out loading the uh, loaded the bullets as quickly as possible into the chamber cocked the gun and walked back to my mother's room in the hallway wait why bloodied papers uh did Nair kill his mom <laughs> like that it was kind of seemed like it, yeah. that's what it sounded like i was like also why bloody like that just seems like bad gun care like why would you leave a, a gun in a box full of bloodied papers <laughs> Like, what the? Like, also, that's kind like, like, if you just why are they bloody? <laughs> important information. Like, do not get an answer. If it was, if it was bloody, like with a Y at the end, not like the IED, I could have, like, oh, maybe it's like the slang, like, you bloody, pa- these bloody oh, papers. These, like, like papers, but yeah. it's bloodied papers, i.e., they are bloodied papers. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what yeah. the fuck is, like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, but then, yeah. Uh, we get the next thing here. Um, that night, he barged into the basement with a bottle of poison after physically abusing my mother to get her to tell me where I was hiding. 
he was uh, he saw me watching TV in the basement corner and approached me angrily. That he then kicked the TV off its stand and then he tossed the bottle against the wall and it shattered. What was the fucking point of the poison? <laughs> I I guess he was like probably drunk at the time. So maybe the bottle of poison was actually not poison in like a, a literal oh. sense, but it was like the bottle of like alcohol he was drinking. Yeah, or he just had it as a threat, but he wasn't using it. Maybe like I was just like I know this guy's like an asshole, but this sort of made it seem like he was just a dumbass. <laughs> like I'm gonna poison my son. Smash. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are you, gonna be, are, you gonna, like are you gonna like are you gonna force your son to like lick it off the floor like with the glass and shit? Like what the fuck are you doing? Like, but now like actually honestly like I just realized now that poison might have been like the bottle of poison might have been the character like describing alcohol because alcohol is like poison technically and it's like yes. pick your poison but like also literally alcohol is poison that we put in our bodies <laughs> so um yeah i'll, I'll move on <laughs> that's the whole premise to the night that she had removed her life from my own they were ruined by this accursed boy tied to their fate by the rope and destroyed by the bottle I have blamed myself daily for everything, but would rather live in, but would rather live in my mind. Man, I feel like at this point in the story, I was like, man, I feel really sorry for narrator. I really hope he doesn't like get eaten or something like that by some creature in this <laughs> by the end. Like, because and it it I, I'm I liked actually that like later in the story, like he's like he's like I blame himself and stuff of like that. I'm like, oh man, I feel it's not your like because it was it's not your fault. You were just dealt a really shitty hand, and your parents were shitty. <laughs> like, yeah, it, you you were not to blame. And the fact that like we get a scene later on when like he meets his other self somewhere in the basement and hugs him and says it's not his fault. Like, I was like, yeah, man, that's exactly what I was just thinking. <laughs> like. Mm -hmm. Like, you just need a hug and someone to tell you the truth that it wasn't your fault. <laughs> I'm sure when it happened, people kept telling them that. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. It's, it's whether or not he... Everyone's like, yeah, you fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, man, this fucking kid. As a kid, he's just standing there with like tears dripping down his face. <laughs> he's like, man, kid, you cursed. I didn't do anything. You existed. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that's, that, that'd be fucked up. That, that, yeah. Also, that, also, that kind of sounds like a shitty uh, YA novel. <laughs> like yeah. like Harry Potter style or like, um, uh, what's the, the one? A series of unfortunate events where like the kids are always getting blamed for shit. <laughs> by like <laughs> yeah. they don't know how to do any grief counseling there. wait is that why why is that where all those YA novels take place it's in Derpland I mean, that <laughs> like they always they all it's all about leaving Derpland to go into a better <laughs> place like all the parents there are shitty and assholey and dumb and always mm. blaming the kids for no reason when shit happen when bad things happen wow. yeah, cause they, they can't come up with a uh, a better excuse as why, the, why it happens so they just blame the kids all right, time to write my my right time to write my successful YA novel, Escape from Derpland. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but before I do that, I'll move on to my next comment here. Okay, yeah, um, yeah we, we can wait if you want to do it now. No, no, yeah, it's, it, okay. I'll, I'll get to it. I'll get to it eventually. He says, uh -huh. adding something to the, another another <laughs> thing to list that yeah, of things he will project. get to. Yeah. <laughs> 
uh it's like that it's like that meme of like the guy of like the boyfriend looking at the at the at the girl passing by and his girlfriend's like right there is like huh it's like it's like the girlfriend is like all my prod all my current projects and then like the boyfriend is me and the girl i'm, I'm whistling to is like the, a new project yes <laughs> uh icy dice if you want to make a meme of that i would be down for that <laughs> i hope you're listening <laughs> Uh, I'll move on to the next one though Um, her entire body twisted as she approached me she locked her eyes with mine and then the memories of my family began to flash before my eyes and then finally I heard a gunshot my vision was blurry but I saw Gerald lowering the revolver as he came to hug me and lift me and in my hand was a bottle of alcohol. I watched as it fell from my hand as he began to help me out of the basement. Man, so like, I guess the old woman was like psychically assaulting this guy and anyone else who lives in the house, I think, <laughs> to get them to kill themselves or something. I was pretty sure up until a certain point of the story that like this was all just some weird dream that he had experienced, like from like waking up to like, going to his mom's house, like dealing with that little weird, the weird hand thing. And then like going into his mom's room and then turning around and finding that his, his, his best friend was like hanging where the mom was, had been hanging. And then like, suddenly it was day and night. And so, okay, this has got to be like a day, a dream, some kind of a dream sequence. Like I'm, I'm, that's my, I'm, I'm placing my bet. It's a dream sequence throughout the story. And then we get this part where he's like, and then like the gunshot is like, okay, so he shot himself um, because he had the revolver last. But then Gerald's alive and he has the gun and he shot something. I'm guessing the old woman. And then Nair has a bottle of alcohol. So he was like drinking. Like it is the title of this is saying like in my mind and it references in being in my mind, living in my mind, like throughout the story. So like maybe this whole thing is like we can't trust what we've been reading because it's all hallucinations and like mindscape shit and like uh, a flawed perspective. <laughs> Nair is off his ass drunk and that's what the entire story is yeah yeah exactly it's, yeah yeah it's just him coming up with his stuff in his head except we then cut away to six years later and somebody else's family has been suicided and like they the, the, the survivor has gone crazy that's just living in suburbia <laughs> ouch <laughs> no truth <laughs> um but like so, yeah, so it had me wonder is like is the is the weird woman who's like a uh like even a real thing, like an entity, is the entity in the basement actually even a thing, or is it just him drunk? But then we get like six years later and there's a new family and like things are happening the same way it happened with his family. Like man, I'm just I'm confused. Like I, I'm a little confused and I'm intrigued, but more confused. But intrigued, but very confused. You're contrived. I'm contrived. Yes, I'm infused. <laughs> yeah, I figured contrived worked better because it doesn't have a second meaning. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I liked the story for like how like, weird, like surreal it was getting, but I'm just like, I'm again, I'm I'm contrived <laughs> by it. Right, the term now. Yeah, added to the ADR dictionary. <laughs> exactly. Um. But I'll move on. And speaking of like, yeah, so six years later, (laughs) uh, I continued to spy on that house after I had sold it. 
And it continues on for about 16 times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it continues on for like another paragraph or so to tie up this strange legacy of the guy's house and like who lived in it next and then like whatnot. First off, dick move using another family to conduct an experiment of sorts about your house. <laughs> I mean, he he's kind of get out of there. Like he had to yeah, sell but the like, house. He he had to sell the house. Yeah, but like he's 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 in six. He's he keeps going back every six years and checking up on it. Or like who knows how long he's like how many times in those six years he was checking up on it. But he was going back and checking up on it to see if anything weird or something had happened to the family. So like it's kind of a dick move. Like he's purposely knows that something might happen to them. Well, he doesn't know for a fact yet because it's not really super confirmed. It's still a dick move. Like I would have just moved on. Uh, like it's like all right. Well, like I, I think I think it would have been less of a dick move if he had, like just like sold the house and that that's somebody else's problem. Like <laughs> really, I I think it is honestly the lesser of two evils. Like, but if if he's there and he's seeing the weird shit happening, then he can be like. Yo, I used to live here. Yeah, but this he doesn't do that. <laughs> he doesn't do that at all. Like that would be no. the, that would be the best case option. It's like he if he was going back and checking to see if anything happened, and like helping them out if they he does know something happened. But he doesn't. He just like he waits for them to go to suicide themselves, and for the the one survivor to go crazy, and then he visits her in the in the in the in the asylum. Yeah. <laughs> like it, I. You're a little late. Yeah, <laughs> a little late to the game. Yeah. <laughs> Um, secondly, I think this story could use a, a lot more elaboration to flesh it out more on, in certain sp- spots, especially around here, like this six years, it's just gone within a paragraph or two. Like it, it really felt like I, I wanted more about like the investigation or the circumstances that he was like kind of investigating here. And by the end, it just kind of felt like he, like we were rushing to get to the end of the story. Like. Like so many creepypastas we've done in the past in this on the show, like some of the early ones, like our early episodes, it really felt like the story was just like ramping up. It's like, all right, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go right now. Like, gotta finish the story. Like, the uh, an, an entire six years ha- went by, and then like his investigation with the one person that like survived the second encounter, the second instance of this house, like killing a family, he. We we get that in like less than we get all of that in less than like a paragraph or two. <laughs> yeah, but here's the other thing. Yes, six years have passed. Yeah, but if nothing happened in that six years, do you expect him to just talk about his well, here's whole the, everyday life for six years? Here's the thing: make something fucking happen. It's a fucking re- creative writing story. Don't you can me. add things. No, I'm not yelling at you. I'm I'm yelling at what you're saying. <laughs> I'm also not yelling. I'm just loud. You're not supposed to know that I wrote this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but like, yeah, no, like, like that's that, that's my 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 counter to your like, oh well, you know, like six years ago, but maybe nothing's happened. It's like, no, you wrote this. Somebody wrote this story. They can make something happen in that six years. You don't have to have it like be. Uh, th- that's what that's the crux of what I'm saying here. Is like, I want more shit to happen so that it's a little bit more pa- like it's a little bit more like. Maybe not pat is the best word, but like a little bit more like fleshed out. Add more meat to them bones, damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah, <that's> <laughs> <sighs> All right, okay. I'll get off my soapbox. <laughs> Hang on, there's here's that dead horse. Ugh! <laughs> 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 
Okay, and my my last thing I have here for my actual thoughts is regarding the photo and the video at the end of the story. Um, I actually thought the video was kind of cool. Um, and it's added at the end of the story. <laughs> um, so we don't like see it until we've like finished reading most of the story, which I I thought was nice. Um, and I was actually getting a little creeped out while reading the the video or while while watching the video. Um, cause I was almost expecting something creepy to happen. Now that said, I, the first time I watched this, I didn't really hear the, the, uh, the commentary that was going on in the story. And when I re listened to it right before, or when I rewatched it before we started the show today, I heard the commentary in full and I was like, okay, I could have done without that commentary. Cause it's just like, all right, I'm going down in the basement with my flashlight and, uh, Oh, there's my there's my 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 blanket. It's totally normal. And uh, oh, there's a there's a weird mark on the wall. That that's totally uh, not not weird. All right, we're just going to turn around here and go into the darkness now. <laughs> like it, it was like really like like if this had been I I love slender vlogs and found footage shit. So like the and one of the things that makes those things so creepy is that there is no like commentary from the from the camera person. <laughs> They're just you get that kind of weird, creepy, out of context uh, vibe of them of somebody just walking through a, a dark, unknown space. Um, and yeah, that commentary just kind of ruins it. <laughs> it, it. Without that commentary, it might have been a little bit spookier. Like, and yeah, nothing happens in the video. Like, we don't see anything in the video, but there is that tension, like that leads up to like, are we going to see something? And like, I live for that. In, when I read, when I watch these kind of creepy vlogs and creepy video, like found footage stuff, so mm-hmm. um, like that's kind of the, the 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 that's part of the thrill of it. Even if nothing happens, it's that mo- in that moment of like, is something going to happen? That's what I live for when I'm watching those. Yeah. Um, that said, it I was very I, I'm kind of like, how did so? It's odd because based on the story that we just read he threw out all his notes and such in the trash. So did he change his mind? Did he post it online prior to planning to throw it all out? Or did someone dumpster dive and find all of this and post it online? Kind of like a found footage scenario (laughs) where like somebody found the tapes and found all the notes and like decided to post it online uh, for somebody to see, for people to see. (laughs) I don't think those notes are like what we read. The notes are basically like any research he's done in between it happening and now. And so like that's why we don't have a spying little... stuff that he's done. All yeah. the notes on that. Yeah. So so the, so what we're that's what we're by, and he's recalling it now, like after the like. So this so that's all like from, happened in the past, like before you started writing down the story, and that's why we don't have this full fleshed out like six years later thing. It's because he threw all that shit out cause trying to restart his life. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That that may explain that now. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like I, the videos and the photos, like they, I'm glad they were at the end. Cause like they, they're not necessarily needed, but they do like help the story a little bit. Like they give a little bit more, like, um, they, they cement the story a little bit more in reality. Cause we actually have a photo of that handprint on the wall. And then we have a little video of a person walking into a dark basement. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just some of the circumstances of like how, why we have that when he throw his notes out and stuff it did kind of throw me off because he also said like notes and fo- and photos. So I guess yeah, maybe again, he, took, he may have took know, more photos. <laughs> we don't know specifically what he's referring to when he's saying notes and photos. 
Because okay, but you can surmise that it's sorry, <clears throat> sorry. What I surmised was <laughs> that those notes and photos were from his spying shenanigans over the house, not oh the, the, yes the uh, yeah. events that happened to his past because he didn't take pictures of that stuff happening in the past. He was a kid. Yeah, that's true. And he did say that he did take a photo of the of the hand, but that's all he took of this for this uh, his phone. Yeah. Also, if he was drunk at that time, because if we're going on the theory that he was drunk at the time, that's a really that's actually a pretty decent photo, considering like he he was like probably like shaken and like disoriented. That might also explain uh, his monotone sort of uh, speech patterns as well. If he was drunk, <laughs> it's like going down the basement, I can beat this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. That might. Yeah, although again, didn't need it. <laughs> didn't need that commentary yeah, to no, make it spookier. Didn't care for so, it. yeah. But uh, that's my my actual thoughts. So, Mikey, these stands for evil. Your actual thoughts. All right. Well, considering you're currently at the uh, image and the video, uh, going to say that I liked the picture more than the video. That's fair. Um, and even watching the video without sound, I still just like having that image as opposed to the video. If you're going to have one or the other, I'd prefer the image. Yeah. Why? Um, Isn't a video more cement proof? Well, unfortunately, the video just seems boring to me. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Like, even with the commentary that is just like, oh, yeah, I'm going down the stairs and whatever. Like, you can add your own commentary that is that while he's going through this video. Like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, just it's just some dude going down the stairs and pointing a camera at things. It's like there's nothing that happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, Suggestion, then. Would it be better if you said, like, uh, this is where I was sitting watching cartoons. That's where uh, my father was killed. That's where he got hit in the back of the head with a toaster. He died right there. Like stuff that we can't um, normally see just with our own eyes. Yeah, that that type of commentary would probably be better. Yeah. Also, I was not expecting the staircase to be the way it was. I was expecting like a straight staircase down into a basement. I wasn't expecting a like there would be a plat like a. Uh, uh, like a platform landing. halfway down, yeah, a landing halfway down. <laughs> okay, it was. Just, it was just like no, 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 that's it. Like the, it was just, when I was reading, when I was watching, he's like, "Huh, that was not what I visualized when I when I read the story about like him going down to the basement." But yeah, all right, fair enough. Mm -hmm. That's more of just like a personal like uh, perspective on it. But yeah, that's not exactly a fault on the story. Yeah, mm -hmm. and also like Mikey, like I I don't disagree with you, like because. Yeah, like the I think the I think the image is fine for a story. Like the video, I like the video because I like slender vlogs and that kind of I like those kind of weird videos on YouTube. Even but I I will admit like sometimes they're slow and 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 boring. Um, if they but like I think it's mostly like a, like a thing of perspective. Like I can understand why you don't like it because you don't like <laughs> you you like something that actually happened. <laughs> hmm. So, uh, and then. I like the the handprint side of things, mm -hmm. uh, just because it, it can be creepy. 
Um, yeah. I, I, in fact, uh, put a couple sort of handprints on my wall. Um, okay. <laughs> you can only see them at a certain angle. Oh, and because you have so I, on your hand? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, I put them there, and then, like, I forgot about them for, like, months. <laughs> and then when I saw them, I was like, ooh, that's creepy. And I was like, oh, yeah, I did that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you jump scared yourself. <laughs> Wow, so in in horror, we get uh, dog scares and cat scares. And Mikey has invented the new hand scare. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay. So on to my rest of my actual thoughts here. Mm-hmm. So I have a quote, which was quoted earlier, but I'll do it again anyway. I bent down to pick up my sock, and then as I reached for it, I watched a deformed gray hand quickly grasp onto the sock and drag it under the draw, drawer. 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 Yeah. I don't like that word, apparently. <laughs> there's too many, there's too many uh, uh, <laughs> letters in it. <laughs> Throw one away. D-R-O-R-E. D-R-O-R-E. I know. Uh, so at this point, um, I went well. That this seems very much like a dream. Yeah. Because, um, looking at my own uh, drawer, e to get a hand to show up under it, it's against a wall. So, ghost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like see I, I would find that creep because it's like like yeah if, if, a, if a, also i i visualized like I, i'm guessing you visualize it as a normal like sized hand yep yeah i visualized it as a, again a tiny elf hand <laughs> like a like a weird like a, like a <laughs> tiny like like probably like the whole arm was probably the size of my 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 actual hand kind of like grabbing the sock and pulling it under so um, you saw it like it's an underpants gnome just grabbing yeah, exactly. Like a gnome yeah. or an elf kind of creature. Hence why I had the mm-hmm. the, the house hippo, because the house hippos are only like about the size of like, like, I think they can only get to about like half a foot to a foot size in size, mm-hmm. like fully grown. Um, if that, I think actually they're much smaller because they can get uh, picked on by cats. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I when you started like bringing this up, I was like, I bet they all think it's, I, I, I bet they all saw it as like a, a human hand, like a human sized head. And then I started like thinking, like, mm. I would actually find that insanely creepy. <laughs> like, I think that's even worse. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like if it was small, yeah. you would say it was small. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And then uh, my next quote here. I took the revolver out, loaded the bullets as quickly as possible into the chamber, cocked the gun, and walked back to my mother's room in the hallway. I shot the lock off the door that led to my mother's room, and then I watched as the lights turned on underneath the doorframe. And I'm now deaf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just mop, mop, mop. 
because yeah, discharging a firearm indoors with no ear protection, uh, yeah, that that to me is just more confirmation that this is a dream, um, because he didn't mention anything about it. Yeah. And unfortunately, I don't find dreams all that scary. <laughs> no. See, we're like, this is why I like having you on the show, because we are like very opposite in that, in our opinion on that. Because like, I, I find videos that we were like the one we showed and like creepy pot, like the, the slender vlogs and like found footage where like not much happens, but there's a lot of like buildup of like tension of like what could I, I get creeped up by the potential, whereas you like straightforward, I want something to fucking happen. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then like with dreams i i can easily get creeped out even if i know this like a creep pasta ha- is like in a creep pasta that there is a dream thing i can like suspend my my sense of like okay it's a dream nothing bad is gonna happen i can still get creeped out by that whereas you're just like fucking hate dreams <laughs> in creep pastas <laughs> in creepy pastas mm-hmm. <laughs> I just yeah so but like yeah i it is interesting to have these like perspectives because like we are like (laughs) this week i feel like we are very like diametrically opposed compared to like when it comes to our like views on certain parts of the story (laughs) yeah sorry dream you don't you you don't find dream scary boom sorry yeah so so the the only i guess good quality is that if this is a dream, then yes, it is all in my mind. Credits. Yeah. <laughs> Title drop. Yeah. Um, but that just doesn't give me any sort of creepy factor or anything. Like, because I mean, even the title drop of In My Mind is like, okay, so it's all in his mind. There's oh, no. Okay creepy factor i mean it does lead with that doesn't it it does lead with that it also it also brings it up several times like living in my mind and stuff like that so i mean like at yeah. the same time i one thing i would counter with this is like so this is more this could be considered more of like a psychological horror where like it's all in their head and that's kind of that that can be scary in of itself uh, of like not knowing what you can trust about yeah, your reality. Yeah, I was gonna say it's a scariness where you can't even like trust your own mind and your own memories. Yeah, and as the story continues, like we get that, like we kind of get that sense of especially when he's like looking at that woman, and then we hear a gunshot, and you think it's he's about he just shot himself, but then his friend is at his friend who is now who's now alive has the gun and has shot something. And he had a bottle of alcohol in his body. So he was drunk or drinking at the time. So like, it's like, what, what in reality in this story is true? Like, and what, like it, we're getting like an unbiased narrator or we get, we're getting a, a biased narrator. Um, I think it's talking about unreliable narrator. Unreliable. That's yeah. Yeah. We're getting an unreliable narrator. Um, hardcore in this story. <laughs> yeah. But. Again, it's different strokes for different folks in terms of like what you find creepy and scary. So, yeah. Uh, so that's the end of my actual thoughts. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then, uh, gamer. Yeah. Let's see what I have left. So, in regards to him 
like losing the sock and the hand taking the sock. And then mm-hmm. he like grabs a light and looks under the dresser and he doesn't find it. He doesn't find the hand rather. Um, he says, uh, I have to be losing it. There's nothing under my drawer. And the wind just blew the sock. Yeah, that sounds like a plausible conclusion. Okay, that might be plausible if there was still a sock somewhere. But where is the sock? If the <laughs> yeah, wind the blew it, it, it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't straight up say that the sock is gone or not. It's just that he can't find it. Whether or not it means the hand or the sock. I'm assuming it's hand, because he's like, what's well, that a hand? I need to go find it. Yeah. But well, and, and he's indoors. Why is there wind? The window could be open. Yeah, homes have windows. <laughs> the, window, the, the window is open in another room that has a locked door. The problem is it's not said that his window is open. He doesn't he doesn't say like, oh, it could be the wind. My window is open. Like we need to get that bit added to the story. <laughs> yeah, if you like looked over, it's like, oh, the window's open. Yeah, probably just the wind blew it. Yeah. Or like it may be the wind. I had to have a okay. fan on in the corner. <laughs> now uh unfortunately it still doesn't work because do you know how much wind is required to move a sock okay <laughs> but like denial isn't just a river in egypt something for his mind to be like okay i'll just blame that instead of this. yeah he's in he's he's trying to rationalize the the strangeness <laughs> like i didn't just see a weird gray deformed hand that's that's crazy clearly it's the wind <laughs> Also, I I was saying it was house elves earlier. I now I'm like thinking on it, like thinking on it now. It's like I have been watching troll hunters uh recently, and it's like this actually could just be a troll, <laughs> like even like a little baby, tro- a little like baby troll. Yeah, because they or do no. eat socks in in troll hunter. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Troll hunter. Mm-hmm. But sorry, continue. <laughs> okay. And then in regards to him hearing his mother's voice, even though she's dead, he takes the revolver out, loaded the bullets quickly, blah, 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 walks up to the mother's room, shots, shoots the lock off. And then, um, and then he sees like the lights turn on underneath the door frame before he gets in. So my question to that is, was it really necessary to shoot the lock off your door? No. Like, first off, why would the door even be locked? And even so, if it is locked, he has a key. It's locked. Yeah. Because the lock would be, he'd be able to access it from the side he's on. Otherwise, how would he have locked it? Yeah, I was just, like, if if the mom's, because you would assume the reason why it's locked is because he doesn't want anybody going into that room. So that's, so then he would have locked it from the outside. I.e., but he's also not thinking in the same, in the, in the right state of mind. So, Maybe he just like like I don't know where the key is. Fuck it, I'll just blow the sh- I'll blow the, the lock off. Yeah, or, that's my next thing I was gonna say yeah, is basically okay. like maybe he didn't want to waste time trying to find this apparent intruder, so he just shoots the lock off. But yeah, it's weird. Or another thing I might suggest: he didn't shoot the lock. He actually used the key, but because of his current state of mind, it to him it was like using the revolver. He's fabricating hence, a revolver. Yeah, hence why his friend, who is alive and not dead, like he, like we see later in the sto- in this, in the same scene, um, 
has a revolver is that he got the revolver and he the um nair is just using a key <laughs> yeah but he's going like yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> i locked it yeah and i get that the room is locked and stuff because a doesn't want people messing with anything in the room and b out of sight out of mind kind of deal yeah first with mother Exactly like how the story ends, <laughs> out of out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I wrote that a... down before even seeing that. <laughs> and then, in regards to the the mother, um, she had killed him by accident. I I watched as she started to scream and cry, and then I watched as she ran back the stairs in panic. That's the whole premise to the night. That she was removed from, removed her life from my own. So, basically, she accidentally killed the husband, and then just immediately decided hang herself was the best course of action. That's what I got from that. Like, I was a little surprised that, like, oh, it happened all on the same night, six years prior to the present day. Yeah, because like he was a young, a little kid. Like he was like a little kid in the memory. So like, but I guess like yeah, he could be like his late teens, like going to work, like like having to like live in his house and stuff like that or even like a just like a like a, like a, a young adult who can maybe maybe the the family like maybe the the parents willed him the house or like maybe he got the house because of like from like the uh grievances and stuff like that i don't know either but way either way he has a house. <laughs> yeah my whole i'm not telling that's know, not my sorry. point of this um my whole point of this is like the mother attacked the father with the toaster to protect her son yeah Accidentally killed the father, and then her next choice of action is to kill herself, leaving scarring her son further and leaving this the son alone in the world. That she is... like switched gears yeah. from like I need to protect my son to I need to doom my son in an instance. So I I agree that you're like it's 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 odd, but it's also not uncommon, unfortunately, when it comes to like when you Just do something like trauma out of, of all this happening yeah. exactly like she was being abused by her husband the husband was going down to kill her child she like she in an act of like motherly protection she went up she went against the the, the dad but then the grief and guilt of murder accidentally murdering her 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 husband who yes had been abusive but that's the whole thing about abusive relationships is that you are stuck in that and you are yeah. emotionally and mentally stuck in that in that state because that's why otherwise why wouldn't you leave um and then, like, by killing him, like, she lost it and in her grief found no other way of get it, escaping this situation than ending her life. Uh, and, like, for Even like, it's like harmful to her son that she was trying to protect in the first place. She very likely wasn't even thinking about that. Like, yeah. she was, it was just like kind of in the moment uh, thing. trauma. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair yeah. enough. Yeah. That's I was able to turn. It, it is a, an odd turn, but like, it was kind of, I could explain it while I was like reading it. It was like, it, it made sense. Yeah. It was a, I think it, this would technically be counted as a crime of passion because like it happened in the moment, <laughs> like the yeah. murder, I guess. Yeah. Fair it wasn't premeditated is what I meant. So, yeah. hmm. I do wish there was some, uh, time frame in here though. Like if it happened on the same day, okay. But it doesn't say if it does or it does not. Yeah, I mean, it could have happened like Dang. maybe, maybe when he, what he, what he meant by like, uh, she, uh, she, 
um, removed her life from his, like she stopped talking to him. She, she entered like a deep depression and then like killed herself sometime later because she couldn't take the, the guilt and what, of what she had done and what had happened. And Does such. it say specifically that the mother died? I th- it. Sorry, does um, it say specifically that the mother hangs herself? Because for all we know... I'm um, pretty sure it insinuates Let me that. continue. Sorry, yeah. Because for all we know, removing herself from his life could have been she went to a mental institution or something that she was going nuts, or she just moved to an old folks' home to be taken care of. And Gamer. She died, maybe she just died of old age. Like, Gamer. Uh, early on in the story, my mother hung herself. Okay, that's what I asked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, we're, we're that, sorry, hanged herself based on my my grammar inquisition. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it is specifically there. So it's never mind. Yeah, and and it does say like yeah, in that room, like in in the mom's room, there was a rope uh, and a chair in the center of the of the room. That's usually a visual cue of like a hanging. <laughs> yes, but the first person in that noose was not her. Technically, it was because it in says right around in the sto- well in the story it does say like there's the the um there's nothing there except for the rope and the chair in the center of the room and then a moment later we get my um like uh, who was pulling this prank on me my mother hung herself or hanged herself uh, but not too many people knew this and then like he turns around and in the noose instead of his mother is his friend Gerald so yeah yeah, yeah. either way I'll move on yeah yeah. yeah. No, like your your view, like the your your question here is valid because it's like I was even wondering, it was like, really, she killed herself that same night, or like was just that she was emotionally gone, like departed from her son for like the, until she, until she offed herself later. Yeah, but it, it's one of those situations where like if it's if it was later, it would say later somewhere. Yeah, because it doesn't. We have to assume it's in the. Same it was the same day. day. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I'll move on. Yep. I stared up at the clothes basket in the corner of the stairs and just walked past it. I remember putting my clothes in that basket for many, many years. As I walked down the stairs, the hairs on the back of my neck uh, began to stand, and my head began to spin. All the way around, my neck was snapped and I collapsed to the floor, dead. Yeah, but in this case, it's it, it's it's clearly... A turn of phrase. No, it's a turn of of head. Actually. I hate you so much. <laughs> Good. Eternally, I hate you. Eternally. <laughs> I'm done. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Table flip. Yeah. Much like a head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so not much like the head it'd be more like him his body would be flipping as he'd fall down the stairs God yeah. damn you you know what you are you're fucking Drax <laughs> metaphor goes right over your head except metaphors would not go over your head if it went over you would catch it <laughs> yeah of course I would <laughs> so good finger to neck me death <laughs> photographed the handprint with my phone and then turned around and saw it. I saw myself. I waved, waved back. I walked up to myself and hugged myself. Myself. It's not your fault. I watched as the other me nodded and stepped back into the darkness. That is not the reaction I would have assumed to have happened <laughs> if you just see a clone of yourself. 
honestly, this was also like this was like sort of like the 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 tipping point. Is like this has got to be a dream, <laughs> or like he's in some weird state of mind because like yeah, that is not a logical reaction. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, but that is the reaction you'd have in a dream sometimes. Like yes, 100%. but yeah, or in a drunken stupor, like what this is. Yeah. Uh, hey, buddy, it's it's not your fault. It's, it's fine. Don't, don't worry. Yeah, as the dude's hugging a mirror. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's fine. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, um, this next one is basically just hammering home on the same thing. Uh, my vision was blurry, and I saw Gerald lowering the revolver as he came to hug me and lift me. And in my hand was a bottle of alcohol. I watched as it fell from my hands, and he began to help me out of the basement. So again. This whole thing is just him being drunk, and the whole story is just his guilt-ridden mind playing tricks on him. Yep. Like but then maybe, six years go. <laughs> then six years go by. <laughs> like based on thing, him yeah. being depressed and needing to drink and all that, I'm assuming his father was actually abusive. His mom actually did um, uh, accidentally kill him, and maybe she did actually hang herself too, but all the other potentially creepy stuff is just not yeah, it, at least that's what it's trying to like kind of give us until like the ending. And then it kind of tries to throw in this no, it actually might have, there might be a supernatural thing. Or it might be just that she's crazy. And like another, it just, it unfortunately history repeated itself in that house mm-hmm. <laughs> for some reason. I don't know. I guess, I guess we'll have to find out when we read the Morsha. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll have to read more when we read Morsha. the Morsha. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'll see myself out. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Good. I I, yeah, I get I'm angry at you for doing the. I get <laughs> angry at you for doing puns and stuff like that. I'll just I'll just leave. <laughs> yeah, you're you're accepting it and just becoming one of us. No, that's fine. This is the way. <laughs> this is the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, in regards to the ending, I like the way that the ending is, saying that he's gonna forget about all this bad shit and just start over, like removing his. Removing the guilt's control over him. Like most people, most protagonists don't do that. They just hang on to their guilt forever until they like get offed by the monster. This guy's like, no, nah, I'm done. All this research that I've been doing. No, nah, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He, yeah. He was, he was the smart Cthulhu investigator where he's just like, you know what? No, I'm out. Fuck you. I'm leaving. Well, he eventually got smart after living yeah. out of Durpland for a long enough time. He's like, you he, know what? No. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to another state. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna move to yeah. another place, not in Durpland. Um now that that's that would be nice if there wasn't potentially a sequel story to this story <laughs> that came out a day after this one got posted. <laughs> Yeah, like it was literally like this one came out I think on the twenty eighth of March, and then the Morsha came out the twenty ninth. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I I and I I've not read the Morsha. I've not even like leaned at it yet. Outside of like, there's an image that like a, of a creepy woman on it. So I was like, okay, this is this might be an interesting one. And this story was was connected to it. So like, I didn't re- really get too far into it. So this. This narrator might be the same one that's going to be in that one, or it might be a completely different person. <laughs> yep. So we'll find out. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, in regards to the art, I like that the handprint evidence is there and the video and all that. It's a nice addition. But yep. for me, unfortunately, it being at the end doesn't really do a lot for me because 
by the time I got to the end, I already chalked this all up to just being all in his head, mainly because the title and him being drunk, and there being no actual supernatural stuff. So seeing a handprint is equivalent to seeing like a hole in the wall where I, I tripped over the coffee table and bashed my head into the wall. It's the same sort of thing. Like he could have mm. just had chocolate on his hands, and that's where he touched. The yeah, wall. exactly. Or it could, yeah, it could have been like a really like it honestly just could have been like a um a Rickards red. <laughs> Like he just like he got like so his hands soaked in Rickard's red from the bottle he was drinking and just like put it on the uh, like stained the stained the wall. Mm-hmm. So yeah, unfortunately, it didn't really have any impact. That's interesting. Okay, because it doesn't does it say specifically what the handprint is supposed to be? I think it's just supposed to be like so. It's, it's a weird hand that like weird handprint that was like an like he didn't know who or or how it got there and like why it was there kind of thing. And the big thing is it's big, right? Like yeah, it was bigger than it should have been. Yeah, or bigger than like a person's hand. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but either way, that's the animals. Okay. Uh, so we'll move on to final thoughts then. Um, so, like several other creep bosses we've discussed on this show over the years, this feels more like a first draft. Like all the main ideas for the story are there. Like the bones are there. But there definitely needs to be some more fl- uh, some more uh, meat on them. Uh, we need some more meat and potatoes, I think. Um, like a little bit more refinement, a few more additions to kind of like flush it out properly. Um, flush it out. Yeah. What did I say? You said flush like a toilet. Okay, I meant flesh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, to flush it out properly. Um, I will partially recommend on the lower end because I do like the core idea here and I'm not sure how this re- and because I'm also not sure how this relates to the Morsha story, which, uh, which comes after. Um, but yeah, just uh, because of the core ideas primarily, because I do like the idea of this, like the, un the, um, unreliable narrator and like how kind of surreal it was. And then like what it, it did kind of get me thinking about like what the hell was going on in the story. It just it needs some work, and maybe the next story will change my tune on it, one way or the other. Like maybe I'll find it like it, it actually does complement the next story, or maybe it's not needed uh, compared to the other story. Uh, I suppose time will tell. But uh, yeah, low low end uh, partial recommendation for me, Mikey. These stands for evil. Nah, so. As we've established, um, for me, there was no creep factor because, as the title states, it's in my mind. Yeah. So, I, and after that first scene of creepiness, I went, well, this is a dream. And <laughs> there was no real creepiness to be had for me, um, which to me, defeats the purpose of having a creepypasta because if this is just somebody's dream they posted online, then that's neat and all, but it doesn't really do anything. Um, so, oh, with that said, I did like the picture of the hand uh, print. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but that's not enough of a redeeming quality for this, so I'm still not going to re- recommend this. All right. 
and gamer. For me, it's it's a real life kind of horror. It's like mundane and depressing and all that. Um, those can be the most creepy things because they're real and everything. But in this case, it's it's akin to it all being a dream because unreliable narrator. He's clearly drunk. That's not to say that there isn't some creep in it, but like just the ability to not be able to trust your own memories and not know what you're doing, not have proper control of your body and all that, that's horrible in its own right. But as a story, it's I, I'm much in Mikey's wheelhouse where I wasn't really creeped out by it, especially because uh, it seemed all mundane to me, but not in a uh, truly horrifying kind of mundane way. Um, I mean, I was—I was gonna say there is a whole genre of psychological horrors that do the same thing. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. And yet, maybe this is gonna be a situation with the uh, the second one that'll explain more about the Morrison and all that. Maybe the reason that all this stuff is happening because it's like that kind of idiosyncratic magic stuff where you can't really tell that weird magic stuff's happening, but it is. It's just influencing them like over time to cause the effects that it's wanting to have happen. Yeah. It, it's, it's sort of, um, Mikey and I watched a movie a couple, like probably last year called, uh, they, or it might, it might've been a couple of years, not, 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 not uh, a year ago. Mm-hmm. We watched uh, the movie. They by Wes Craven. And for most of that movie, you, it, it's sort of up in the air. It's like, is this supernatural or is it all in their heads? And then at the end, spoilers for a movie from the nineties. Um, it it it's kind of revealed near the end that like all the characters are patients or nurses or doctors at an asylum and the main character is a patient at the asylum and they've it's all in their head and they yeah. just have this like fear of the dark and stuff but then uh the lights go out in her room and she gets pulled into the dark realm that she had been escape trying to escape throughout the movie and it actually is revealed that it, there was something supernatural <laughs> So I was kind of reminded like by that, by this, because like we kind of have the same kind of like story beat of like, is this like the, the surreal, is it supernatural? Is it mundane? Like kind of thing throughout most of the story. And then it's kind of revealed at the end. It was, it might've all just been a drunken stupor, but then we get that part where like six years later, we get uh, the character like talking to somebody from an asylum about the Morsha and like, they know their guilt and mind stuff. And then like the character tries to leave. So it kind of, you know, it's almost like it's setting up a supernatural bit that we might get revealed in the next one. But I don't know. Yeah. Like I, that, I also, the whole yeah. twist at the end didn't really hit me. Like, I appreciate that the, uh, that Nair is just like, you know what, fuck this, I'm out. But I didn't see it as, oh, maybe there actually is a creepy thing happening here. It was just like, he's just fed up with dealing with this. He doesn't want to, just wants to move on with his life. Yeah. And clearly, because there's another story, there is going to be more to this. It's not just going to be pure mundane, and there will be some spooky creature. But we'll find out next time. But mm-hmm. for what it is, I'm sticking with a light recommendation until I can have more clarity and um, have things elaborated on more. Because as yeah. just a uh, a sad, depressing story and a uh, of suicide and um, accidental murder and stuff. It's not exactly creepy, 
in the way that I would like. And if there is a supernatural aspect to it, it hides it so well that it doesn't even look like there is one. So that part, yeah. there's no supernatural scariness to it either. All right, fair enough. So maybe I'll update my uh, recommendations after reading Morsha, but for now, low recommendation. Yeah. Okay. I'm also now wondering, like, if Morsha is actually going to be from the point of view of the of the of the uh, the survivor from the from the uh, from the previous like like from this from the end of this story. Oh, be like, her story of how she ended up in the insane asylum. Yeah, I'm wondering if like maybe she has more. There's more of an inkling about the Morsha on her end from the like maybe, maybe like, but we'll we'll have to see because again like I didn't I didn't I I purposely stopped myself from reading too deep into that one. I just found out that like this story was connected to that one. And then, like looking at the dates, this one came out before that one. So I would assume that this is a a uh, the first story, and then Morsha was the second one. So mm. it's I'm going to be really annoyed with myself if it turned out the Morsha actually you're supposed to read that one first. But that's not what I got when when it was said that like the the this one is a con- is a connected piece to the in my mind story. So yeah, um, yeah. Um, all right, so. Looks like two light partial recommendations, like low end partial recommendations, and one non recommendation for this story so far. Mm. Um, but maybe that will change, or maybe that won't, uh, depending on when we read the uh, uh, the Morsha. So that will do it though for this week's episode. So if you like what you heard, or if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below. This gets posted, whether it be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. You can also send us emails at aldente rigamortis at gmail.com that's a-l-d-e-n-t-e-r-i-g-a-m-o-r-t-i-s at gmail.com where you can also send us suggestions for other creepypastas scps spooky stories you creep it we'll peep it yeah uh and if you'd like to talk to us on twitter <laughs> uh mikey is at the stands for evil the gamer in yellow is at the gamer in yellow but without that w at the end because his name is very long yeah and i'm at review cultist uh if you'd like to help support our show financially, you can go to Patreon, look up Aldente Rigamortis, and select the back of your tier you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tier with special episodes, early access, extra content. To our patrons that are helping support the show, thank you immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay. And as always, we very much appreciate that. And to our listeners and the authors of these stories, thank you immensely. Because without your listenership, it'd be like screaming into the void. And... Without your stories that you wrote and posted online for people to read and and talk about and and potentially get scared by, we really wouldn't have much of a show because we'd have nothing to talk about. We wouldn't be here if these stories didn't exist. So thank you. Until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I am Mikey. These times for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well. <laughs> <laughs>